we're back. It's can you believe it's already been another month since our last round table? I can't believe it. The year someone even told me they're like, oh gosh, I've started my Christmas shopping already. I'm like, oh gosh. It's that Crazy. time. <laughs> okay, that is not right. It's like a hundred five no. <laughs> here in southern Idaho today. So I'm not thinking about Christmas. No, yeah. no, no, but yeah, in this month, um, we're talking about a couple different things. So um, usually this time of year, we back to school, we talk about back to basics. So we talk about just basic self-care. How does that impact our health in terms of kidneys and re reducing cancer risk? We've also had a lot of questions lately. We've had a couple members, uh, one member who's on the verge of a transplant. So one of the hot topics is that we've been asked to talk about is, you know, what, what what do you do for folks after a transplant? Um, and it, it is a little different level of care, right? Because you figure when a member has a transplant, they're being followed really closely by the transplant team, right? So usually they're having labs drawn every week or once or twice a week for a little while. Super important. Um, you know, a lot of times we think about um, when people have a transplant, their greatest risk is rejecting that organ, right? Oh, getting an infection and rejection, but you know, 90 to 95% of kidney transplants take and are successful, right? So that's super exciting. And so one of the things that, you know, we do here at Specialty Care Management with folks who are either preparing for a transplant, obviously teaching when people have their, their kidneys fail, we're teaching about transplant early, Right. A lot of people don't ever hear about it as an option until they've been on dialysis for about seven years on average. That's just shameful. Right. Because when they have a transplant, their quality of life is so much better. They can eat and drink what they want. And you don't have to you can go swimming and get in a hot. Do you forget about those things? And you've got to protect and access. Right. It really is life changing to have a transplant. And so but but as people have the transplant, then. Our focus as nurse coaches is really to help them, you know, hold on to that organ and pre preserve that for longevity. I mean, it used to be the, you know, that, you know, typically a transplant lasts somewhere around eight to 10 years, which still a lot of them last eight to 10 years. But we have people there, they're holding their organs for longer and longer. We've, we've had people that have had them for more than 30 years. Isn't that incredible? Great. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's just amazing. So, I mean, and when people have a transplant, it's not like they don't have kidney disease anymore, right? So they still want to do some of the things, same things that we've, you know, been teaching them up to that point about protecting their kidneys. But I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, right after that period where, you know, they're being followed by the transplant center really closely. So we'll probably touch in what, once a month and make sure that they have access to us. As you know, if something crazy happens, um, you know, usually folks have to call and trade. They don't know, they don't know who to call or they call and they get a message or they've got to push a bunch of buttons to get here and there. Well, our members know they can call us and talk to us 24 seven. Um, yes. which is really helpful. And then, but, but gradually, right over the next month, they're gradually in, in the next three months in particular, when they're at their greatest risk for rejection and infection, and then gradually, um, you know, they're seen by the transplant team less often and usually between six months and a year, they're transferred back to the, the care of their nephrologists. So 
Um, that's really when we're talking to folks about just some basic guidelines uh, about care. Um, and I think one of the things, you know, with our CKD management program is really built on KDGO, KDOKI guidelines. These are uh, standardized guidelines for industry level uh, world-class. This, this is what the expectation is for high quality care. And so, you know, helping them keep their appointments, making sure that they're staying hydrated, right? Because as you know, most people, um, when they're in dialysis, they have to restrict their fluids, right? And then they have a transplant. Now their doctors want them to drink two liters. It's really mm-hmm. hard I to think go. That's one thing. There's a couple things I hear the most. And one of it is, you know, one of the anxiety around getting sick, rejection, infection, and then also like just the change of diet and fluids again. It's like oh, it's, yeah. It kind of switches you know, you switch gears a little bit. Right. And they're, you know, initially right after their transplant, they're still kind of following that renal diet and gradually weaning yeah. off of that. But it's hard to go from three cups to two mm-hmm. liters, right? Even though you really want to. <laughs> so what do you think? What are your top tips for helping people in that initial period, um, you know, without scaring them to death? How do, how do you help yeah. them prevent infection and, and stay healthy? I think one of it is preparation and knowledge is power. So, you know, if we can, if we can work with members, you know, before the transplant, we can, these are things we can help in or, you know, get education. Um, You know, no one likes surprises. Well, no one likes bad surprises. I should say. I like them (laughs) in a big red bow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So some of it is just, you know, almost like bullet points, the things like let's, let's divide it up and be prepared for, you know, these are the things as far as infection control, um, you'll be on medications, immunosuppressants to kind of, um, so you don't reject um, your kidney. And so what does that look like? And then, you know, there's certain things you want to avoid, like fresh fruits, fresh flowers, um, raw foods, sick people, you know, um, good hand washing habits. That's like the number one prevention of spreading illness, um, those kind yeah. of things. So um, yeah, I think sometimes yeah. we forget how powerful hand washing is yeah. and proper hand washing. I don't know yes. if you remember back in nursing school. Do you remember when they made you wash your hand? They, they we had to grow bacteria from our yes. hands before washing. Do you remember that? And yes. you wash your hands and you're like, holy crap, I grew more bacteria after I washed my hands. And then they teach that. you how to wash for, you know, to while you're singing Twinkle Twinkle, right? The 30 yes. seconds. Yeah. So it is funny when I, they're right. Cause starting nurse school, you're like, Oh, I'm in nursing school. I don't need to, I know how to wash my hands. No, really. You, you got to learn how to wash your hands. There's so. a whole class on hand washing. Absolutely. Proper hand washing. Really say, I was thinking about that this morning and, and thinking about our conversation today while I was wiping down microwaves and, and I, I do that on a regular basis with a natural disinfectant that I really like. And, um, so when I was thinking about that, there's so many things that we, you know, kind of take, and we don't have to be like monk, right. And be germaphobes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, every once in a while doing some of those things, hand washing and even things like just basic self-care. Um, we know we boost our immunity when we are in a better state of mind, going exactly. outside, getting some sunlight. Um, uh, exercise is really important. Um, and exercise is important all around. Uh, but, you know, as we talk about, like, uh, you know, going back to school and back to basics, what would you say are your top, top, top tips for helping people 
you know, really just improve their overall basic care. Mm. I should be more prepared. Let's see. I, well, one, and and I think we're going to see this. Or part. your favorite hacks, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, one thing, everything is related. I, we are We are all holistic, mind, body, spirit. And so I always go back to this no matter what we're talking about. So keeping it simple, just remember that everything affects everything else. So the more little things you can do, getting to bed on time, you know, especially with kids going back to school, we're doing that in our household. It's like, sometimes, you know, everyone goes to bed and I want to stay up an extra three hours to get everything done. Um, You know, just getting small, finding small things in each little area, like sleep, um, nutrition, what are like, I like to have prepared snacks that are healthy because when I'm hungry or I would have a craving, I'm going to go grab a bag of chips versus some almonds and cranberries that I should grab or something like that. So I think it's just finding little things and then exercise, just pick something like today I'm going to do 30 minutes walk. If you're not used to walking or you're not used to exercise and kind of start from there. So that way you're kind of just hitting a few small things, a few small goals that will help you build momentum. Um, Cause sometimes it can be overwhelming if you're looking at everything and and what do I do next? What, you know, what can I do? And I think just, finding yeah. small things. I love fall and I love autumn and I love back to school. Even if you don't have kids that are going back to school. Yeah. For me, autumn, is like my new years. it's kind of when I want to do the cleaning. I want to start new habits. Yeah. You know, the holiday season's coming. So it, for me, that's kind of my, absolutely my goals and do those things. So I just think it's a, it's a great time to do that and evaluate too. Kind of where you are. So I, yeah, it's like a fresh start, but that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, fresh box of crayons kind of start, right? Exactly. Maybe it's a it's a holdover from you know fresh school supplies when we were kids. You know, right? I I totally concur. You know, and keeping these things, you know, I think that's really one of the things that's so hard for people is that they're so busy, Um, and so a lot of times we kind of trick ourselves with great love and respect. I say this right because I've been there, but. you know, we, we think we're too busy to eat well or to exercise. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can remember a time in my life where it was so busy and I was doing a lot of great things, but I had to figure out what was I going to cut back on because I had no time for myself. And when I looked around the people who were sick, I mean, I was going into homes and taking care of people who were in better shape than I was at yeah. the time, because I wasn't taking good care of myself, quite honestly. I was just too busy, lots of worries of life. And, and, um, you know, at some point, I think we, we have to realize that, you know, without that time for ourselves, what's the expression we have? Is it, you know, if I want to be able to fill a cup, uh, you know, I have to have a gallon, I have to have more if I want to, if I want to give a little, right. So, um, you know, for me, little hacks, like, um, you know, like you mentioned healthy snacks, I might boil some eggs and keep those in the deli drawer. They're just a mouthful. And it's a great source of protein. If I want to limit my cholesterol, I can always throw away the yolk or feed it to the dog. (laughs) All right. And I can have all the, all the protein in the white, um, or, you know, uh, having olives or avocados or, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables. And you talked about that too, you know, making sure post-transplant, 
you know, that, that things are, you know, you don't want to eat, you mentioned no raw fish or, you know, you don't want to be drinking goat's milk or something like that. That's not pasteurized, right. You want to make sure that you're protecting yourself that way. But in general, you know, having, I've known folks that will make, matter of fact, you know, the, here at specialty care management, we get to enjoy health coaching, um, our, our lucky girl coaching that we get to take advantage of. Well, one month, one of my hacks was, or my challenges was to, um, make a little plate for myself every morning. And I kept it on the treadmill, which has now been replaced by my massage chair, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> I put, I put this little plate, uh, just a handful of goodies. It's, uh, you know, you go to the store and you get the pre-washed, pre-cut bags that, you know, with, you can buy a bag of chips, or you can buy a bag of veggies. They're going to be about the same price, mm-hmm. right? But I can get vegetables and be satisfied and nourish myself or I can get chips and, you know, whatever. So yeah. that was a fantastic little hack. I put a boiled egg on there, a little avocado, a little Triscuit. Anyway, that was fantastic. Little little hacks. I love that about having, um, you know, healthy snacks. For you. Yeah. The other thing you and I were talking about this morning was the VR workout. Yes, which uh, I have not done, but you have, and I and I, now my interest is peaked. So I feel like I, did, I talk to um, a lot of in my personal life, and and you know, with members, you know, everyone's trying to find something that they can fit into their lifestyle, but that's fun. It's got to be fun. Yeah, it's got to be fun and enjoyable, or else it just feels tedious, um, and that makes it harder to be consistent. So, well, and I know you and I are both fans of the YouTube browsing YouTube and trying new workouts, right? Like yes. Leslie, do you pronounce her name Leslie Sansone or Leslie Sansoni? I never know how to pronounce her name. I don't either. I think I say Sansoni, but I don't know if that's correct. I, so. I love her stuff. You know, a lot of folks, you know, especially if, you know, a lot of us, if you're carrying a little extra weight, that's hard on your joints, right? So some people will tell us, you know, well, I can't walk because it hurts my knees or my hips. Okay. Well, then Pilates, Pilates, you can do that on your bed. Right. I've done some Pilates workouts completely on my back and come away feeling really tight, <laughs> right? Yeah. Really toned and really like I I feel taller when I do Pilates. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, you know, I should get back to that. That's when I haven't, I, I kind of let go, but I, I did, I did private Pilates lessons a few years ago and man, it was wonderful. I mean, not that everyone has to have that. Now I can do YouTube on my bed and it's fine, but right. Um, yeah, I was, I was really wanting to get into it. And yeah, it's wonderful. And yeah. it can be adjusted. There's, there's, you know, people who are all levels, all levels right. like, yeah. you know, you don't have to be, you can, you can start wherever you're at. So. Yep. You don't have to do back bends or anything. Even yoga, you don't have to do yeah. back bends or chair exercises. You know, mm-hmm. for some folks, they start off just doing sit to stand in your chair. Right. Yep. Every time a commercial comes on, do some sit to stands. You know, yep. my mom, it wasn't that long ago there during COVID. She, oh, she had a series of strokes and uh, she could not stand for more than two minutes. And uh, we thought she was going to end up in a nursing home. It was really tough. And she had me for her PT <laughs> and <laughs> she made a commitment to herself. And that's what she did. Every time a commercial came on, she did her sit to stands and it was a lot for her. But I tell yeah. you, look at her now. You'd never know. She's independent. She walks, she drives, yeah. she something, you know, so I, I'm really great. Exercise makes a huge difference. And when you think about, you know, like after a transplant, 
right there, the goal is to perfuse this new organ, right? To make sure that we've got good blood supply. That's why the doctor wants you drinking two liters, right? That's why you're still, uh, you know, avoiding some of those nephrotoxins we talked to folks about, right? Limiting, you know, avoiding ibuprofen, Motrin, soda pop. It's one of the advantages of working with a kidney specialist, right? Is that, you know, we keep, we know those guidelines and we make sure that, that you're aware of what you can do to protect your kidneys. Exercise is fantastic. Or one of the guidelines is after a transplant, these folks need to be on certain medications like a calcium channel blocker. One of the reasons why they're on that is that it causes that vasodilation there. The, the, the vessels that, that supply the kidney uh, tend to be relaxed, right? So the kidney can mm-hmm. get more perfusion. Exercise helps with that as well, right? I tell people exercise is kind of like my purse. My purse is really happy when it has cash flow. <laughs> well, money coming in and money going out, right? Or the economy, yep. money coming in and money going out. Our bodies are kind of like that. We're designed to have a balance of rest an activity, right? And right. It, it should be fun to your point. The YouTube videos, yeah. I love your tip on that. I like to crank up some music and get a little crazy when I'm cooking dinner, at least till my husband comes home. Yes. Well, I was going to uh, say, actually going back to your mother and the commercial break, things like that. Yeah. And, you know, find, we're talking about like finding those moments in the day. It could be like, you don't have to like have the perfect workout outfit or the perfect set of equipment like yeah just, just move you know yeah. put on some music and move for 10 minutes if there's a commercial one, get up take you know do some jumping jacks if you can or say something you know something. just move i just love move. that tip yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or so many people you know they have an exercise bike or a treadmill and you ask them where it is well it's down in the basement right <laughs> you never go down to the basement so bring it up put it in the living room yeah so machines are great for people who do like more like low impact because that's something I hear a lot too. Yeah. Um, rowing, I love rowing machines. Oh, I, yeah. we got a concept to rower. I love that. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as always, you have so many great tips to share. I appreciate you popping on. We're down a nurse, but we're really excited because she's growing our SCM family. So that's great. And I appreciate you taking some time today. It's always fun to see you and appreciate Thank you, you too. Such, such great topics. So yeah. Okay. Well, be okay. good. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey. 